Lisa and Shoshana are not experts at anything except maybe living their own lives. And even that, well, get a therapist. We all need therapy. Even me. Kidding. Circle of Stones by Judith Durek How might your life have been different if, deep within, you carried an image of the Great Mother? And when things seemed very, very bad, you could imagine that you were sitting in the lap of the goddess, held tightly, embraced at last, and that you could hear her saying to you, I love you, I love you, and I need you to bring forth yourself. And if in that image, you could see the great mother looking to her daughters, looking to each woman to reveal in her own life the beauty, strength, and wisdom of the mother. How might your life have been different than saying goodbye? In the dream, as I was leaving the conference, I kissed Sarah on the cheek. Sarah was loving and faithful. She was a woman of strong religious convictions in the traditional sense. She took as her task leading her life in the imitation of Christ's holiness, rather than trying to live out her own wholeness as Christ lived out his. In waking life, Sarah was 65, but in my dream, she looked 90 years old, a full and abundant lifespan. Sarah was greatly loved. She had served the conference prominently for many years, found her niche, and been faithful in service till the end of her days. How rich and how blessed. My own alienation and fears stood in stark contrast. I was leaving behind a place of nurture and safety, for the conference had been a deeply nourishing experience for me. I was forced to face myself, my task, my life leaving any possibility of serving devotedly with recognition till the end of my days. And 
as in the dream, she kneels down to hide her face so her sadness won't be seen. I was leaving with great sorrow, even though I knew I could not grow into myself if I remained. Leaving behind hearkening to outer authority to find my own meaning. Leaving the clarity and comfort of having my duty defined from outside. Leaving behind projecting my leadership ability onto others instead of owning it myself. Leaving behind a good woman in service to others. Forced, now, to claim my energy to serve the self as I interpreted it. Forced to become, on my own terms, who I truly was to be willing to suffer my guilt against the collective for becoming myself. I was leaving the sister roles of Martha and Mary, the disciples of Christ, leaving the Martha role of meeting others' needs and the Mary role of listening outside herself for the voice of the self. I was leaving to attend the voice within, and in the anguish of leaving, a nervous giggle, helpful in its honesty, pointed to my failure in the Martha role. Rarely had I played it with a truly loving spirit. I was leaving, for I knew that if a woman in her middle years cannot gather herself to leave the collective way, but clings through old obedience or loyalty to outer authority, serving group values in her customary ways, the results would almost surely be negative. There may be a stagnation in her feelings as her service becomes stale and forced, no longer joyously performed from a full heart, but from a tired sense of duty. If she forces herself to continue to serve congregation, community, or family, perhaps even increases her efforts in order to compensate the loss of true heart devotion, her service may be marked by excess. Too many organizational meetings, too many church suppers, too many sweet desserts served. As she pours out, in a displacement, the energy that could flow to attend the self within. Finally, she may find herself devoured by envy and jealousies as she sees other women allowing themselves to leave their service to the collective and bring themselves to individual birth. She will resent that they allow themselves to be what she has not allowed herself to become. For somewhere deep inside, she knows that she must leave to become herself. How might your life have been different if there had been a place for you, a place for women, where you were received and affirmed, a place where other women 
perhaps somewhat older, had been affirmed before you, each in her own time, affirmed as she struggled to become more truly herself. A place where, after the fires were lighted and the drumming and the silence, there would be a hush of expectancy filling the entire chamber, a knowing that each woman there was leaving old conformity to find herself. A sense that all of womanhood stood on a threshold. And if, during the hush, the other women, slightly older, had helped you to trust your own becoming, to trust it and quietly and prayerfully to nurture it, how might your life have been different? Woman, standing on a hillside, peering, peering into blue space. What will woman be, not yet fully seen? Not yet fully revealed? but coming, coming. What will woman be? This was a chapter from the book The Circle of Stones by Judith Durek. I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I did reading it. Take a pause.